It's it's all the third liners. It's everybody who's like a perfect third yeah, liner. Yeah, they should like they should do like skills competition, but it's like it's like jumping over the boards and like coming out on the ice and like doing the thing where you like knock the pucks off the dasher on warmups. Like, they should get judged by that stuff. Leading it's leading like, the uh, stretches. Yeah, leading stretches and yeah, yeah, collecting pucks after practice and filling up the corners, like all that stuff would be sweet. Like uh, I think they should have we, we should pitch that to the NHL. I think the league average Game would be practice being so the, the screen. Game. <laughs> the most effective goalie screen. Oh my Lucky god, shots. I would fucking, I would be glued to the fucking screen. Hello, everybody. It's the Brews and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards and PWHL Boston Diehards and DraftKings. Go THPN, Sportsbook, Feel the Sweat, alley-oops, and between the leg, dunk, windmills. That's how it goes. (laughs) I'm Drew Johnson. I'm tired as hell, so this is going to be quite the episode. Cam Hasbrook is in the house or his own house or apartment. Yeah, not, not um, your house. You know who is know. in a house? It's Chris Gear and Cat Silverman. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Cam and I haven't made it to that level quite yet. Um, I, I guess to <laughs> Cam, we got to buy a house together. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if you looked at the main housing market recently, Drew, but I think it's a little bit more than, uh, you know, as good as DraftKings has been to us. Uh, it's put, not quite uh, doing yeah. enough to, to break into the market. Yeah, don't, here. don't trash talk DraftKings. I hear insurance rates no, no. are going down. Yeah. Um, anyway, does anyone have anything to drink before we get into some hockey talk? I'm drinking Powerade because I forgot to bring water to work today. And if he doesn't bring water, he simply can't drink water. Well, so water at our office costs money, not like bottled water. It's just like jugs of water and you have to pay money for it. Um, Isn't that like illegal? You have Te- to pay water to be a part of Not for the U.S. government. But technically we have <laughs> a probably dangerous drinking water on hand. Uh but it's is that how it's labeled? It's like, hey, probably dangerous drinking water. But yeah, we... Chris and I are different. I would simply drink the drinking water and see what happens. The water we get is is not uh, what I would recommend, considering we get like all sorts of runoff uh, near our base and whatnot. So uh, I am not going to try to drink the water out of the sinks in the bathroom at our office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess water in space would probably be pretty difficult anyway. So yeah, you gotta like because your office is in space. Yeah, you have to bring it with you when you board <laughs> the the spacecraft. Yeah, so I, I forgot to bring water this morning, uh, and I had a monster headache, uh, and that all just kind of compounded. And now I'm finishing up a Powerade that I bought with lunch. Nice. You gotta stay hydrated. I'm drinking some water too because. It's that type of it's that type of day. So hydration and Bruins. Hydration, yeah, yeah exactly. We have one for like a shot of vodka to balance us all yeah. out because I don't have alcohol either. <laughs> Water there too, or Powerade in a in a mug. No, I'm drinking coffee. Oh, okay, yes, that's our <laughs> that's our particular brew. Powerade yeah. in a mug is a very oh, like college okay. move. Um. 
Anyway, great. So a great drink segment. <laughs> ratings, any ratings? Um, so uh, two things that I wanted to get into this episode was one goaltending at uh, PWHL Boston because we got cat and love talking goaltending. And then also want to maybe talk a little bit of all-star stuff because there's not much hockey this week or any hockey in Boston this week. So where do we want to start? I'm going to leave it up to the jury. Yeah, this is a democracy. Is it? I mean, it could be rigged. I could just do whatever I want anyway. So it's like real life. I mean, I don't know anything in all honesty. I know nothing about the All-Star. Not not about the All-Star game empirically, but about this year's. I don't know where it is. I don't know who's playing in it. I know that... Wait, that's a lie. I know that uh, they're making the Hughes brothers share a team, which is seemingly insulting. And like um, Justin Bieber's a captain of one of them. Oh yeah, and uh, what, what's her is name? He Tate, no, Tate, uh, the girl who used to be with a NHL prospect and now wears goalie pads backwards. Um, <laughs> that you know, that? I remember uh, that photo and everyone yeah, the internet went crazy that day or not the internet uh hockey twitter the very i small, think goalie twitter specifically the very small portion real mad about it the internet maybe it was like one of those like we're gonna try to rile people up for engagement you know like, yeah let's get a lot of retweets and we throw these on backwards kind of thing could have been a no because all the tate mccray stands like i don't know what her fans are called they're not as annoying as swifties but like the mccray fish the okay. tater tots um tater's <laughs> only food related they were so like i read through the comments to see if anybody mentioned it and they were all like yes queen serve love this look and i was like what are we doing? <laughs> Somebody asked if it was like football gear. Somebody thought it was lacrosse pads. So her fans don't care. Um, it was <laughs> just hockey Twitter and it was just goalie Twitter. I don't think there's a single goalie that listens to her. So that was, I don't know. I, I don't know how she ended up at the all-star game, but I hope her ex is playing because that'd be funny. I don't think he's in the NHL. It should be. Uh, they should pull him up. And put her, put him on her team. That'd be fun. John Scott. Make him like ride the bench the entire fan, fan vote him in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I was gonna ask is if you could like repeat the John Scott stuff. Like I was thinking about this earlier. Who who would that be in, in like this year? Connor McDavid. Who would be the joke? Who, who would be like the joke vote in if the, uh, the fans Martin did that Jones. again? Oh, that would be so good. Martin Jones. Martin Jones, because that would be both funny and funny to watch Leafs fans get just like so upset about it because they're already mad that he's like he's their starting goalie right now, I think, which based on injury, not yikes. on merit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good for him. I the fact that I don't know if you guys saw his dad. um apparently like works for Rogers arena and I was like, yeah, my dad used to come to every single game that I played there. And he and my mom are on vacation and like, they're in like Dubai or something. And he was like, he scheduled this vacation. Cause he was like, what is the likelihood that my son is actually going to be playing in the NHL at this time of year? <laughs> so his dad missed his first start in that 
like in his home arena ever because his dad was like so not confident that he would be playing a game (laughs) booked an international vacation which i think sums up the leafs so ayo i believe he also gave to toronto by the way just uh oh it is okay that would make it even funnier i think that's why beaver and mccray are there yeah um i i know this can't happen i if there isn't a rule i'm sure they'd make up a rule but uh oh man i don't yeah does he keep it keep it going you can't do that and then go i don't know and then just not say it like what well, i could edit it i could edit it up like i how i did on that like poster knock take you had about how you hate him as a person yeah yeah, yeah. edit it up uh i started talking and then forgot what i was going to talk about so that's really oh, what yes. happened there. <laughs> we're dealing with a bit of a migraine here folks they should bring Tugarask back for the All Star game. I think that would be the funniest possible option. Yeah, that'd be the fan, that should be the fan vote. Or Just Patrice Bergeron. I think they should. It should be like a clause in the NHL contracts where it's like if you're voted in post retirement, like you have to show up or we get all your money back. So I don't I think we should like... have a rule that if you are being paid by an NHL team, you should be allowed to be voted in oh. so that Patrick Walker could get voted you, in. You yeah. reminded me what I was going to say. So the rule, uh, I assume, is that you have to be being paid by an NHL team, but Phil Kessel should be the uh, the fan vote. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be some good stuff. Yeah. I feel like he would hate that, too, which mm-hmm. would make it even funnier. In Toronto? Yeah. he. I think he would have find... To talk to Steve Simmons again? There was a video. It might have been. Is Alex Wenberg on Seattle and there? He at least pick? was last year. I don't know if he is this um, year. Somebody, whoever it was, uh, that Seattle posted a video of them like telling them they're like, hey, yeah, so like you're going on vacation with your wife. Oh, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like, well, uh, you're going to cancel that because you represented us at the All-Star game. And he just looked so... He's going to San Diego. <laughs> he looks so defeated. San Diego. And then they sent him to Toronto. He was um, coming on the podcast, the live recording. He's actually sitting on our couch. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the one person from every team. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah it's not great. I, I kind of get why they do it, but like, whatever. It's the All Star Game. It's, it's a money maker. It's not a. I'm <laughs> brave and unpopular here. I think there should be someone from every team, just because it's it's not a real game. Every fan base should have there is someone there, which sometimes there are teams that maybe don't have anyone that deserves to be there. But it's like it's not it's not a real game. So it's not like you're it's not the end of the year like all team like all NHL team. So it's it's not like it means anything. In defense of that, uh, I think it's a lot better than what the Pro Bowl does, which is uh, so many people say no to it that by the time it happens, Gardner Minshew is one of the quarterbacks. Yeah, (laughs) that is tough. I think that in the NHL, you're not allowed to turn it down, um, which is why some of the players like mysteriously get like a yeah, three-day you, injury. Yeah, that... You get suspended if you because yeah. I remember Ovechkin didn't go one year, or Crosby didn't yeah. go one year. Or something no, like that. Ovechkin, Ovechkin said that he didn't want to go, and they suspended him for it. Yeah, yeah. 
Crosby was suspended. Would never do that. He was suspended for the All Star game that he didn't want to go. To. <laughs> yeah, he missed that game. Well, didn't they suspend him like on either side of it? They gave him like I think, I think it was a yes. one game suspension on the back end of it. Yeah, it's wild. I would simply extend my vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably what he's going for. He's like, wait a minute, hold on, I can get two games off here. Is it's it's kind of like getting suspended from school. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh no, oh no, oh, no. I, oh, no. <laughs> I have to not go to school today. <laughs> Uh, well, great. <laughs> All right. That's the NHL All-Star game. EA Sports. It's in the game. About the energy that that deserves. What do we What do we think about the Bruins representatives of uh, the Pasta, Sway? Jeremy Swinman and David Pasternak. I don't think cool. either of them deserve it. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we already know how Chris feels about David Pasternak, that. but yeah. Just thinking, uh, no. Connor Clifton got snubbed by Buffalo, and he should just be Boston's representative. But you know, who is the yeah. Buffalo representative? Is it Dali? Oh, maybe I wouldn't know. <laughs> honestly, it was just kind of naming a pretty good player on the team. No, that's, that's a good we don't know. We're not going to fact check this. So if you're listening, <laughs> screaming at your radio or whatever. Hey, Pay attention to Buffalo. Who is the Buffalo Sabres representative at the 2024 All-Star Game, NHL? I don't think Siri's going to know that. but I found this on the web. Great. I could have done that. All right. Moving <laughs> along. <laughs> Technology, man. Yeah, not taking over. Do we want to dive into thoughts on the on our All-Star selections and seriousness? Or? Yeah, I'm down to talk for like 35 seconds about it. Word. Go for Both it. players, pretty good at hockey. Uh, I, I mean, so David Pasternak has, what, like 33 goals and 39 assists right now uh, after 49 games or whatever. That's a pretty good season for a lot of players. So um, insane point space. Uh, just I, I think a lot of what he got labeled uh, early in his career was kind of like a passenger on that bergeron line maybe even a, a little later on the perfection line like his earlier days on the perfection line and i think got a little more credit for you know being his own star player last year but still was like all right well, this is an elite year for uh for bergeron and he's doing a lot of his stuff on the power play but i mean no bergeron this year skating with what Charlie Coyle, Pavel Zaka, like whoever as a center, uh, a lot of different left wingers. Um, doesn't matter. Still produces five on five and on the power play. Like, yeah, but what's his defensive game like? Honestly, league average. It's it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Make the all star game. Come on. If you could get league average defense <laughs> out of your top scorer, I think you're doing pretty good. It's not the league average game. Come on. That yeah. would be cool. They should have that. You should be able to vote people into the league average game. Say like the most average <laughs> players in the league. Just a they bunch of scrubs. Own. It's fighting. Hitting no, is encouraged. League average. It's it's all the third liners. It's everybody who's like a perfect third yeah, liner. No, they should like they should do like skills competition, but it's like it's like jumping over the boards and like Coming out on the ice and like doing the thing where you like knock the pucks off the dash around normal. Like, they should get judged by that stuff. Leading it's leading like, the uh, stretches. Yeah, leading stretches and, yeah, yeah, collecting pucks after practice and 
filling up the quarters, like all that stuff would be sweet. Like I think they should have, we should pitch that to the NHL. I think the league average game would be this practice so being much the better than the All Star game. <laughs> the most effective goalie screen. Oh my Fuck god, I would fucking I would be glued to the fucking screen for that. They could they, they could like a three day event game. there. Oh, oh this is our god. best bit. <laughs> Yeah, I think we actually need to make a whole episode out of it sometime. Oh, where we select at the end of the year the, the yeah, annual the league average team. I'm so in on that. 18 skaters. <laughs> Who has the best accuracy at squirting the water from their water bottle? Like yeah. the... Not Dustin Brown. <laughs> Not yeah, the like the, you know, handing the stick over the boards when a guy's stick breaks. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> Here's <laughs> mine. Yes. Oh, it would be good. Stuff. Quickest off the ice after losing his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Whoever uh, can get tossed out of the faceoff circle. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, like, my rotation. Out, <laughs> what winger is best at coming in and actually winning that faceoff? They can mic everybody up for it. Last one to touch their nose has to take the faceoff. That'd be mad dumbest dream. <laughs> It actually would do way better content. That's all I'm saying. You can have that yeah, one. I think, I think we got it. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, we can't even actually talk about the NHL doing that because the uh, shield is copyrighted. Yeah, which yeah we don't have express written consent of the National <laughs> Hockey League. <laughs> yeah. uh, it makes it tough. Uh, Drew, do you have DraftKings pulled up by chance or? Uh, by chance, no. Let's by see, chance, the rapper. Yes. Uh, I'm almost there though. There's a new one. Ooh, exciting. I wonder uh, if it has the express written consent of the National Hockey League or not. But we we're gonna find out. We'll see. But get ready. Dra- oh nope, it doesn't start there. It starts looking for a super. Offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Mention available lines for the Super Bowl. Don't they change or are they locked in? Who knows? But download the locked in. Uh, (laughs) Get locked in with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code THPN. New customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuing ctkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible <gasps> gaming resources. Sorry, uh, I, I, may have, I may have mentioned this in past years, but I think one of the best things about being sponsored by the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl or whatever um is that we're allowed to use the word super bowl 
and it doesn't have to be like a weird ad where you're like, get ready for the big game. You <laughs> know what the it one used we're to talking be. about. That's yeah. <laughs> what it used to be last time around. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> last year was bad. But now we've got the express written consent of the National Football League, so we don't have to do that anymore. No Not just for the here. Super Bowl. We can't do NFL. It's just Super Bowl. Just for the Super Bowl. Just the halftime show, actually. Don't get duped. Make sure it's the real thing. How many songs will they play? You bet it now. Usher this year? Is it Usher? Yeah, it's yeah. Usher. It's, uh... I think there's a petition going around to make it Taylor Swift, though. Yeah. <gasps> I Sorry. prefer Usher, no offense. Um, but, you know, I just want to run it back with, like, Rihanna every year. So That one was solid. Or the Snoop Dogg one. That was pretty dope. The who that did it one, one year? I've never what I remembered from it though. Then sitting at a Super Bowl party during that Snoop Dogg. What was it? It was Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like everyone who was under 25 had the blankest look on their face. And everyone <laughs> who was over 25 was like going nuts and so it was like a divide in the room and there was no nobody was ambiguous on it and i feel like do, that's that's how music should be <laughs> do young people know who usher is like is he still yeah i don't know music? Uh, like, isn't isn't that isn't he in weddings honestly i think the, the one where nobody had any issues except for like conservative christians was the the j-lo uh Shakira one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were starting to question their values, which you know, <laughs> understand. I like the I like the Creed one where people are flying around like angels. Oh like yeah. No, was a, I think that was a Thanksgiving uh, halftime show. Oh, you're right. That should have been Super Bowl. It was that good. What does the NHL have? They've got the Jonas Brothers come in or something, right? Isn't that what your KG Elephant played at a Nashville playoff game? That was sick. Love that. (laughs) No no offense to ex ambassadors, but I do remember there was one year where it was ex ambassadors, and I was just like, this is the the best you can get. (laughs) Sidney Crosby's favorite band. (laughs) That's probably why they did it. Ugh. I uh, was looking through the different skills competitions they have for the All-Star game, and I think it's funny that the one that's totally full is passing. Like, I assume they just had the players like, hey, pick a couple that you're doing, and everyone was like, yeah, I'll do passing. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like it'd be too fucking... <laughs> it's actually about to pass. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I think they confused uh, on they the email. They passing, they were like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> uh, that'd be good. I am, uh, I'm going to hear, like, who knows what level of effort is being put forth, but I want to run through the the list of names and go through, take some picks to who we think should actually win it. Let's do it. (laughs) Fastest skater, we got Nylander, Hughes, Makar, Barzell, and McDavid. That's for fastest skater? Yeah. I feel like it probably should be McDavid for that, but I don't know. Who you think any of them are faster than him? Maybe I think no, like I think he needs to go out, doesn't he? Oh, I like probably McDavid's the fastest of the core, to, the core group yeah. there. Yeah, Drew? maybe probably McDavid. <laughs> McDavid for all all oh, any of the ones McDavid's and just I'll give him fastest skater. I don't know if I've seen somebody hit a higher top speed than him. 
Again, I don't know if they're actually given 100, percent but if they were, what if someone got injured during that? Like, what if what if Connor McDavid was like out five months because he like tore something in the speed skating? Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> uh, one timers they have Pedersen, McKinnon, Drysaitel, Kucherov, Miller, Barzell, and Pasternak. I feel like Pasternak. Pasternak's got a decent shot at the one timers, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of his thing. That's his spot. It's not like Ovechkin's in it, so you know. I saw him did it do it once. Yeah. Probably his biggest uh, competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing, they've got everybody: McKinnon, Nylander, Makar, Barzell, Miller, Kucherov, Hughes, McDavid, Pedersen, Matthews, and Drysaitel. So everyone except for Pasternak, I think. Is that all? He's the best passer out of all of them. I don't know. Um, Kucherov, probably Kucherov was, was what stood out to me. Yeah. David Krejci. David Krejci. Uh, hardest shot is Matthews, Makar, Pasta, Miller, and Pedersen. Zidane Chara. Yeah, where's where's a yeah, player? Should bring him back. Power? Did you just know. list any defenseman? Because I feel like that should be like an all defenseman. Kale McCarr, I think, it's is the a... only defense. Uh, oh no, JT Miller. He's not the defenseman I think of for it. Yeah, right. Like I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like McCarr is. I mean, he's like smaller. I mean, not that he can't shoot hard, but you expect somebody bigger there. How about John Cena? Like yeah, like Matthews or maybe Pasternak again. Honestly, it's funny they added like miles per hour to broadcasts, and I still have no concept of like who shoots hardest. Yeah, once once Chara left, and uh, Shea Weber was like, yeah, "It's anybody's game." So, uh, stick handling is Hughes, McDavid, Pedersen, Kucherov, Drysital, McKinnon, Pasta, Barzell, and Nylander. <laughs> And who? Silkiest Nylander. Who's got the silkiest mitts out of any of them? I feel like say names five times fast. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pedersen for that one. I don't know why. Yeah. He's a Canuck. Yeah, seems reasonable. Last one is accuracy. It's Kucherov, Makar, McDavid, Hughes, Miller, Pasternak, McKinnon, Nylander, Dreisaitl, Matthews. I feel like for accuracy, I'm going McKinnon. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I said Pasta, but he rifles a lot like wider than that sometimes because (laughs) he's focused on, you know, slapping it by the goaltender. But I mean, he's got killer aim and picks top shelf and like is one of the best goal scorers ever. But he does like, you know, compared to McKinnon, I feel like he does miss a little mm-hmm. more often. But when you take, what, 10 shots a game, maybe <laughs> something close yeah. to that. Gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like McKinnon and McDavid are probably the favorites there, but maybe this is not betting too. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you bet yeah. on that? I don't know. Probably. You definitely can bet on it. Whether you can bet on it legally through one of the, the sports apps is a different story, but Void in Ontario. Yep. And which is where the game is taking. <laughs> yeah, which is that is <laughs> that's very sports of it to be like, come gamble on this, but not our people. Here. Not here. <laughs> not here, or if you're involved in it. Or anything. Do it in an overseas bank account. Yeah, definitely don't do it if you're involved in it. That's the that's the Evander Kane way. Oh yeah, I heard that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's frowned upon. 
do we want to close out with some goalie talk or yeah let's do it all right awesome so yeah uh pwhl boston's goaltender duo you got emma soderberg and you got aaron frankel and i almost said fracken again because i keep getting her confused and jumbling together the names of kaylee fracken and aaron frankel so um but yeah they've been they've been splitting the net uh both have looked pretty good i think one has looked a little better than the other and uh I just found it interesting because like every other team has a very clear and established starter and Boston's the only one doing this uh, kind of one, a one B kind of thing. So wondering if anyone else are kind of at like a five and three type of split. Um, it's interesting though, because there was, I was talking about it with Chris earlier this week. Um, it's very clear that the, PWHL is heavily favoring number one players who have international experience and number two players who played in the, uh, what was it? The PWHPA. Uh, Those like one of the former leagues. Yeah. Those players yeah. are getting like pretty clear preference on it, which makes sense that they're giving national team players kind of that preferential treatment there because that that makes sense um but i was going through the list of every team and like it was interesting to see uh like there are two u.s national team goalies on minnesota and so even though uh mandy levier is still playing Technically, she's she's on the Minnesota team. She hasn't gotten a start yet, and she was, I would say, far and away. She like she held some records in the former women's leagues um, under the various acronyms that they had. Um, and so she hasn't had any starts yet. It's been Maddie Rooney, and Nicole Hensley there, which they have a somewhat even split between them, which I find kind of interesting. Um, I know that uh, a couple of the teams have multiple starters who play on the national team together, which those are the teams that it seems like you see a slightly more even split there. Um, it is interesting that Emma Soderberg is getting more of the starts than some of the other international goaltenders. I believe it's either Montreal, Toronto, or Ottawa. It's one of the, one of the Canadian teams. Uh, that narrows it down. Uh, it has one of the German national team goaltenders, and she's gotten, I think, one start, maybe two. Um, but, yeah, it's been kind of interesting watching that. I don't know if we'll start to see in the next couple of years kind of a shift there where the players who are doing well in the women's pro league end up being the ones who get the national team starts. Cause right now so much of the women's national team is kind of based on who has grown up in that system versus people who are performing well here and now during that year, just because we haven't seen as many, it's not like the NHL where you get, you know, 30, 40 games per goaltender each year to kind of make your case for making the national team. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we're going to see that. Oh my God. <laughs> Tucker. Tucker, everyone. 
I don't know if we'll see that change in the future as the women's league hopefully gains more traction and we start to see essentially the performance at the pro level influence who's playing at the national team level. But uh, for right now, that kind of seems to be what's happening. So I do think that there is a goaltender for Boston that should be getting more of the starts. Um, no offense to Emma Soderberg. I think Frankel's looking a little better, um, which is fine. Um, but I don't know if part of her condition for coming over to the the U.S. to play was that she would actually get enough starts to justify it versus, you know, getting to play in the, the Women's Pro League over in Sweden or something like that, so... Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's probably pretty spot on, especially like this early in the season. Like if you get closer to the playoffs and, and Frankel's still playing a lot better, I think it makes sense to roll with it. But especially for being a new league and stuff like that, getting somebody to move all the way over here and, and play on a new team is I imagine there were some some promises made about playing time there that, that at this point in the season you'd you'd expect to be respected. But um I am curious to see because like you said, the, the stats indicate that the Frankel's been better too. Um, whether that starts to matter more as we get closer to more meaningful hockey toward the end of the season, or if it's still going to be kind of this, like you said, five, three splits where that we're seeing right now. So um, something to keep tabs on the old, should you stick with two goaltenders going into the postseason? Is this familiar at all? <laughs> Boston fans? I think, I think the interesting thing with it too, is I feel like for the most part, based on most teams schedules, you really could probably have your starter play like 95% of the schedule because there's usually two games a week at max. Sometimes they have an entire bye week between like Saturday and Saturday games. But at the same time, especially if you have young goaltenders with Boston does think they're 25 and 26, something like that. Um, Like there's no minor league team to send them to. There's no farm system. You got to get, playing time at the pros you know so that's also a kind of a factor like i feel like if you had the best goaltender in the world and could start them every game then you know what if what happens with your (laughs) your younger prospect that's looking to develop and take over someday you know so time and practice yeah i mean you could there's only 24 regular season games so i mean yeah rotating kind of makes sense in the sense that like yeah if you start aaron frankel four games in a row then emma soderberg might miss two three weeks of yeah. playing yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then exactly. of course like god forbid an injury at the end of the season you're bringing in goalie who's touched the ice three times over the course of the entire season that's not gonna yeah. be successful for you so oh yes. well the bruins did it with vladar yeah, <laughs> and how did how did that work with Vladar? I, I don't know. He let up six goals against Tampa or something. Yeah, I, I still have the image of him like splayed out on his stomach <laughs> while uh, Steven Stamkos just like lightly taps one around his leg. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, he's still doing things. He's he in Calgary now. Still is that? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, isn't Mark's from hurt? Yeah. We need our like twice a year update from Jess on the Flames because I keep hearing it's a dumpster over there and I really want as, to learn. As more. we speak, the the trade has gone through the Elias Lindholm trade. Um 
it appears that Andre Kuzmenko waived his no trade clause, which I would too if uh, someone traded me without asking and then was like, "Oh yeah, this trade went through." But like, sorry, you, you can stay here. you can hold it up if you want. <laughs> or I feel like I would hold it up out of spite at that point. You know? Yeah. Do you really want? To? So, what I would do in that scenario is I absolutely would not want to play in Calgary right now. Uh, I would go to Calgary and be like. You have to trade me. I'm not going to play for this team. Yeah, I don't know how to. They should have like must trade clauses written in there. <laughs> well, the funniest thing I saw as, as part of the trade was that Chris Tanev was trying to be part of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. If he had a must trade clause, then this wouldn't be an issue for him. I think it's just. If you trade someone out, you have to let them take you with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a buddy <laughs> system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a buddy system clause. Yeah, you should yeah. be able to buddy, buddy up. <laughs> buddy like if Bergeron Honestly, ever gets traded, Martian goes with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be cruel otherwise. Stranger danger. I'm not going into that team alone. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, you can't trade Olmark because he's buddied this way. Now. Yeah, Those exactly. Those contracts were actually signed with a... Uh, no move separately clause. <laughs> yeah, it's an NMSC. They sign the contracts mm-hmm. like people drinking champagne with their arms interlocked. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> or it's like a married couple. It's, you can't split the married couple. <laughs> <laughs> so at the that very beginning of the season, you get a fuck, marry, kill, and you choose who you go with with a trade. Who gets cut if you get cut? Man, what a bit heavy episode. <laughs> it's been good. What a we bit heavy. Just we got a lot of episode titles to choose from. In cold opens. There you go. What a long, strange trip it's been. Any final thoughts before we skedaddle? Yeah, I think it's uh, already here since the Bruins played, so it'd be nice to be able to watch some hockey again. But Episode 300 coming up next week. Special guest. We'll leave it as a teaser. It's a teaser. I can make myself a special I mean, you can. You can yeah, honestly, you're, so you're welcome to join if you'd like. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you can be. <laughs> what, if, what if we had on our special guest and then just ask cat questions the entire time while she's sitting next <laughs> no, to No, I think it should just be Izzy on screen for the first minute and confuse that. Honestly, letting Isabel interview your guests of prominence i think is the move yeah you can get a red ribbon week is it red ribbon week because i could use a reminder on i love love the idea of combining our our two 300th episode ideas is just have our guest on and then also invite everybody else on This is going to be way more funny for people when they figure out the guest. Yeah. I think you should do it like that, but none of us, <laughs> only Isabel. Yeah. Yeah, we we guess for water. Water. <laughs> Isabel I think I got... <laughs> Tune in for that. It's going to be some good content. It's yeah. Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> that made me done. That's that episode that 3,700. We did not reach out to Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> yeah, we, that's episode three thousand seven hundred. Patrice Bergeron. We got three thousand four hundred to go. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we don't really know our place, but we know it enough to not reach out to Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> I wouldn't know how. 
So yeah, it's no. just like wait in the streets of Boston, it's hope a, he walks by. Patricestopbergeron at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PB thirty-seven. All right. Well, everybody, it's been it's been a pleasure. As always, yeah. Nice. Stay tuned for the three hundredth. Have a good All Star weekend, because you're an All Star. Hey, now you're an All Star. Get your game on. Sweet man. Yes. Yeah. Go sweat. <laughs> <laughs>